Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. him in Jesus thanksgiving. Father thank you for today thank you for your presence thank you Lord for this opportunity to fellowship with you and with one another in the name of Jesus Amen let's take our seats in heavenly places wonderful good to see you in church and to listen to the word of God. I'm going to be very brief so that today we'll close early. <laughs> so that today we'll close early. Let's turn our Bibles. Last week was wonderful, isn't it? The International Sunday. Beautiful colors. Why don't you dress like that to church every Sunday? Because you are, you are now, yeah, your country, whatever, to represent it. So, you are free. Amen. Signs of honor, if you remember. Signs of honor. I've 
come to see that this our serving of the Lord, Bible says that all things work together for good. So many things come together. You know, and Bishop David was saying, you know, offering, he said that your offering is a weapon. You know, our weapons are different. Our weapons are different. And the way things work, it's like, it works. We follow God and it works. So everything that God has said in the Bible that we do, if we do and we do it well, if we do and we do it well, then it works together for our blessings. Hallelujah. For instance, last week, I was talking about honoring the Lord with your substance and also, you know what I spoke about last week? What did I say last week? Hey, I know Nicodemus came to see Jesus. Yes, but along the line, I also said you should honor the Lord your substance and also, I read from Proverbs 3, 9. Is that also? Yes. Go to Proverbs 3, verse 9 and 10. I read about Roma. You've forgotten. Yeah. Honorables. See, I'm just saying that if you do and you do it well, do you get it? If you do and you do it well, and then you see that you are blessed. So, last week I touched on Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. I said, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy bonds be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Now, this is, a, this is a, a type of honor, sign that you are honoring. But you can also do it and not be blessed. Do you get it? What I wanted, I'm quoting this to go back to the message that you can do it also and not be blessed because in your mind, or in your heart, you may not exactly understand what you are doing. It may be that you are just giving because we have to give. Do you see? But like, if you see that your offering can be even a weapon as a Christian, your giving is in fulfillment of the word and will work for your good, and you are doing with the understanding of it, that is when the blessings come. Do you get it? And that's also when many people get discouraged. Because you see that, you know, haven't you seen that when you do things for a long time and you don't see results, you become discouraged. So many people don't pray these days because they pray that and they don't know whether God answers prayers. Is that not so? But when you go elsewhere, he will tell you that, look, if you come to God, you must believe that he is. Do you get it? So if you pray without faith, so all these things work together. I'm just trying to let you understand. Don't you give me your first step. I give you the understanding that you are honoring God. And then you will be blessed. Amen. So let's go back to Romans 15, 17. Signs of honor. If you are giving the offer, you are giving, you, you give with that understanding, I am honoring the person. I am honoring God. And then you look for your reward from God. Not from man. I get what I'm saying. The person you are honoring is the person you are giving to. And you look to the person to bless you. Hallelujah. Or the, the person for reason why you are honoring, which is God. Amen. Romans 13, 7. Romans 13, 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom is due. Fear to whom fear. You know, there are some people you have to fear them. Yeah. 
if you are in Ghana, you, don't have, you are not afraid of the police. You talk by heart. You are not afraid of soldier. One day, I heard somebody talking on radio. I think he's, he was a very senior person in a certain party. So they said, the police will come and catch you. Say, Kai! Me, me, so police, yo! Then he, he, he yelled on the radio. Kai! If they like, they should come. The next time I heard, they had arrested him. <laughs> they arrested him and he was begging. I said, hey, if you don't fear them, don't take your matter somewhere to some people. Some people, you can just be with them. They are there. They, but when their power comes, if a policeman arrests you, can't think they don't, you say they don't have power. If they arrest you like that, whatever you do. So you have to fear them. Tell me, me so police, yo. Me so so genio. They, they are grown. Amen. I don't fear God. You have to fear. Amen. And Anna to whom Anna. Amen. So this is so clear that there are people who have to give custom. If you are going to get married and you have to go and do engagement, don't go and see the person and say, don't know me, I won't do any engagement. No, do it. You can negotiate. You get it. And customize the customs to suit you. But custom to whom? Custom. Hallelujah. Anna to whom? So that there are some people who are due these things. But how do you know them? How do you know? That's why we said the first way, the first sign to do to Anna is to know. Is to, is to know and identify whom to marry. And how do you do? You acknowledge the person. So we read from um, 2 Kings 3, 11 to 40. But let me just read the verse 14. Just to bring your mind to what we are doing. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look toward thee, nor see you. How many of you are there that they say, somebody wants to see you, say, I won't go out to see the person before. How many have been there before? Maybe some guy was going to look for you, and he really, you were not in the flow. You didn't go and see the person. You are laughing. Because <laughs> you are not in the flow. He said that, I won't, so the first is to recognize, if it wasn't for a Jehoshaphat, that I recognize, do you get it? The first thing is to recognize, and that is what Nicodemus also did. He recognized that, look, what this guy is doing, no matter what they are saying about him, there must be something uh, on his life. He, he, he couldn't have been doing what he's doing on his own. So he wasn't part of the people. He wasn't part of them. But he was able to see. The ability to see. It's not easy to see you. You people, you think it's easy to see. It's not very easy to see. That is why even when Jesus told, when he was walking and a, a woman touched him, and he felt that virtue had gone out of him, and then he was asking the disciples, about why are you asking this question? They couldn't see what he was talking about. They didn't understand what he was talking about. Do you get it? So it's not very easy to see, especially in the midst of so much Criticisms, mistakes, 
and all those because all if you talk of honor, uh, some of the people you have to honor, apart from God that you have to honor, there are people too that you have to honor. And even Jesus, even Jesus, I always say that some people say, oh, Jesus has done this, Jesus has done that. If we for Jesus, would Jesus have done this? If Jesus was the pastor of the church, I wouldn't have left the church. And I always said, if Jesus was there, they would have been the first to leave. They would have been the first to leave. Because they would come to church one day, and then Jesus would look at his assistant, or one of those who is working with. Then I look at, let's say, Bishop David, as I'm preaching. And Bishop David just asked me a question. I said, devil! Devil! Get out! You will say, look at him, he doesn't respect anybody. He just talked by heart. He just did that way. Is he the only person who is what? He, we see the only person who is called after all. Abraham is there. Moses is there. All those people are there. Is he the only one? Jesus, you would have left the church. It's because Jesus is not here. Even politicians, eh, don't I listen to politicians on radio. You see, politicians now, let's say if you are with um, MPP, if you are at NDC, you say, when they want to praise the MPP, they will praise Kufo. Because Kufo is not there. Do you see? But why is the way that they didn't see you? Then if MPP do want to praise NDC, they will praise Atamels. Because he's not the one he's come to challenge us. Or not the one who is there. Do you get it? He says, when the person is not there, that one here we don't see. But as long as they, so they will say, if Atamels was here, we would not have left. Or if Kufo was here, I would not have left. And that's why Christians, if Jesus was the pastor, I would not have left. But the same people, when Jesus was there, look at all that God did for them to see you. Jesus, Mary, and Jesus was born of the Holy Ghost. And you would think that they didn't know. If they didn't know, why is it that they told that is it not the son of Mary? Which was an insult. He said he doesn't have a father. So they all knew the story that this woman was not having a husband. And somewhere, somehow, they say the Holy Ghost came upon her. And she delivered. When you, if we say that, um, oh, you highly favored, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. What is impossible be possible to men? When we say in this, don't we shout and cry, amen, and we use it that your miracle is on the way. But in those days, it wasn't like that. In those days, it wasn't like that. I thought they rather used it against her. That he was going to bring some bastard to be there walking around and saying that he's what the Messiah. What do you mean? And they wouldn't listen to Jesus. You get it? So I am telling you that it is not today that people don't see. It's been long. It's been long ago that people don't see. But the ability to see, that is why. Nicodemus, you see, we, we are not living with Jesus now, so we don't, we, it's easy for us. Just like Kufu is not the president, Atame is not the president, it's easy for people to praise. You get it. So we are not, we are not, we are not, we are not, we, it's not a prayer for but Nicodemus, the one who saw it, he said, look, I see something on your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or are you understand what I'm saying? So the first thing is that to honor, you have to see in the midst of all the problems, in the midst of all the problems, you got to see. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Now today, the one I want to talk about is that if you, another sign that you honor somebody is when you gladly 
listen and obey the person. Listen to and obey the person. It's a sign. Amen? It's a sign that you honor. And it brings a certain blessing. A blessing flow. Amen? Good. So, Mark chapter 12, verse 35 to 37. When you listen, see, the honor you are saying that I listen to the person. I respect the person. You know there are some people in the church, when I talk to them, they listen. Even if what they are supposed to do is very difficult for them, they listen. There are some people I can easily take a phone, whatever I hear about them, and they are doing, I can take a phone and call them and talk to them, and they will listen to me. There are some also, because of maybe one or, one or two things, I will not talk, I will not call them. Do you get it? I will not bother to call them at all. Because I know they will not listen. I know they will not listen. Do you see? So, it's important that you recognize that I, there is, I honor this person by the way I listen to the person. So, Mark 12, 35 to 37. And Jesus answered and said, and Jesus answered and said, while he taught in the temple, how say the scribes that Christ is while he taught in the temple? How say the scribes that Christ is the son of David? Two. For David himself said, By the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. So you see, even this one is bringing problems. You see, even this one, he has bringing problems. It's because David, you see, in the Bible, it's like Jesus is the son of David. Because he will come from the line of David. The Messiah will come from the line of David. So they were interpreting like that. I said, no, 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 no. I cannot be, David cannot be my father. So he was trying to tell, David cannot be my father. Because even David himself said, you see, by the Holy Ghost, that sit thou on my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool. Next verse. David, therefore himself, called him Lord. And whence is he then his son? That's one of the controversies I was saying. So why he was that they didn't believe that he was a, David was his son. You get it? David was Jesus' son. And that he, Jesus, rather, is David's father. Are you get what I'm saying? So that question is, why can you say that David was his father? When the Holy Spirit himself told David that he told the city at my right hand. So how can you say now that whence is he then his son? That's whence is he, he Jesus, his son? They, no. And they listen to where I'm coming. My verse is the last one, but just to bring your mind here. So you can't say that. So that was controversy. Then when he was saying, because it was so controversial, but was, and the common people did what? Did they just hear him, they did what? Heard him gladly. Wow. This controversial thing. This controversial thing that people were fighting over it and they said, others heard him what? Gladly. But why would they hear him gladly? It's because they had, not, they had recognized that this man is different. 
this person is different. Every, but not everybody can see. You see? So a sign of honor is when you listen to somebody gladly. Yes. You know, sometimes husbands will be talking to their wives. And they'll be chopping carrots. Do you see? <laughs> chopping carrots. Or, or somebody is talking to you and you're on your phone. I mean, the person is talking to you. As he's chatting with you, you're on your phone. Whether he or he, she. Talking on your phone. He said, you are not minding the person. You're not minding the person. Do you get it? Are you there with me? Listen gladly. Sometimes, see, one day I was in church. I decided to go out there. When I was coming, I saw somebody doing praise and worship. Doing praise and worship. And the person was on his phone. And I took the phone and I brought it here after service. I came for him from you. He said he came for it. So don't think that everybody is, is as acknowledged and this is and the sign that you honor the person is when you listen to a person and there's gladness in your eyes. Maybe I hear me. <laughs> I don't know why this this message is trying to be practical. <laughs> you are listening to a man and there's gladness in your eyes. Sometimes they are talking to you, you are changing the baby's pampers. A person is standing there talking to you. It's a sign of what? Dishonor. Yes. It's a sign of dishonor. If, if the person really that's the song that you come to church, the pastor preaches, and instead of going to do what the person has done, you rather go and criticize it. And others are happy. The same thing as somebody is bored with. Others are very, very, very happy with it. Are you going with me? So the sign is listen to the person gladly. When the person is counseling you, you know, sometimes I take people for the counselors to go and counsel. They go and they don't go back. They don't, because that's not what they want to hear. It means that you don't honor the person. Yes. You should at least get somebody in your life um, who can tell you that stop and you stop. There are people in this church, this, it, today even if I call them, they're having problems and I call, they don't even pick the call. Yeah. They don't even, even if I send them a test, that what is happening why are you doing this? Why are you doing that in your marriage? They don't even respond. But there was a time that they will hear me gladly. So what it means is that reverence and respect is gone. It's like now they don't recognize the, un, the, uh, the anointing again. They don't, they don't recognize it again. But some, I know, I know one brother I mean, many people have, I'm so, I've seen things. But this brother, if there was any reason for the brother even to divorce, I would have said he has a reason. But I told him, never leave her. And every day he tells, because you said I shouldn't, I won't. You say you said I shouldn't, I, you talk, I say, but say because you said I, but people, people have had less issues, lesser issues like that. Far, far less. And this brother, 
He's old, he's everything. He calls me daddy. Any time he calls me daddy, I tell my wife, why does he call me daddy? I even feel uncomfortable. I always feel uncomfortable when he calls me daddy. Do you get it? I feel uncomfortable. Because I think we are of the same age or something. And he's very possessive, everything. But everything I'm daddy, I said, don't do this. And he has it, but you. Quiet. Hmm. That is why I have not even called you. I mean, that is why I have not even called you because I know I've, look, what you are going to have heard, what you are going to have heard, but I have never called you. You think I have not heard? I have heard what you are going through. I have seen the, I've heard the problems. I have never attempted to call. When I call you, when I tell you, you will not do it. You will not do it. Let's go to Luke 22. Luke, I said I'm closing very soon. Luke 22. Luke 22, 67, I think. Luke 22, 67. Uh-huh. And thou the Christ, tell us. And he said unto them, if I tell you, what will you do? What did he say? If you are tell what? If I tell you, you will not believe. So why should I tell you? Even if I tell you, you will not believe it. Do you get this? So some people, they come, they will talk to me, they will look at my face. What actually, I mean, I have something to tell them, but I don't see it. But if I tell them, they will not believe. It's as simple as that. So, that there is, there's a certain lack of recognition, and you can feel it. You can feel it, that there's a certain lack of recognition of what can help them. Are you get what I'm saying? So, there must be, even when I'm preaching, I can see people who are receiving the word gladly. Yes. And I can see people too who are believing, receiving the word with a pinch of salt. Is that what they say? A pinch of salt. It's like, this is when they talk. They start talking about honor, honor, honor. I'm sure his birthday is coming home. So... So they want to give to him all this and that and that. So it's like your mind. You see, whilst others are listening to the person gladly, you have been in church for a long time, so you know how that we talk, you know how we do our things. And so now even the blessing part of it is gone. Now you are just thinking about the, the, the what you know. <laughs> the blessing part of the thing is gone. You are now talking about it. You know I know what you are thinking about. The blessing part is gone. So lack of respect it's when you have heard, uh, but you are not doing it. Do you see? Some of you here, yeah, you should have married by now. Oh. Some people, even last Sunday, somebody came to me after service and said, please, I need a beloved. But some of you too, it's like, this day when you go, they only talk about marriage, beloved, connection. Sit down. You sit there. <laughs> sit there. <laughs> you sit there. Do you see? So you listen to what? Bible said they listen to him gladly. They listen. He said, from uh, 34, 37. David therefore himself called him Lord. And whence is he then his son? And the common people heard him gladly. As I'm preaching, the common people are hearing me gladly. And then the others are flowing. <laughs> Amen. My last one. 
changing your behavior and being in subjection is a sign of honor. That you are, you are honoring somebody. Amen. Look, everybody must guess. I told you, who can tell that don't do this. You must come to me and I'll send you to the counselors, intimate counselors. And they talk and you stop. You, you stop. There must be somebody in your life who should be able to tell you that. Yes. Be able to tell you that. But nobody can talk to you. Hey. If you are in charge of your pastor, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not only pastor, I'm there, your pastor in your center, whatever, has not been able to call you to face you about something, then there's something wrong. You should tell yourself that there's something wrong. Amen. You think he hasn't heard? Or she hasn't heard? No, she has. Something, when you hear it, just let play on. Because some things are part of life. Play on. The, bite, the antibodies itself will kill it. But otherwise... You talk about it. Some things you can't, you can't stop it, isn't it? Some things cannot be changed. The prayer of St. Francis had there said, God, give me the boldness to change the things I can change. The serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the wisdom to know the difference. So some things can be changed. And the thing that must be changed must be changed. And you should also not all things can be changed. So sometimes play on this one cannot be changed. Amen. Hebrews 12, 8 and 9. My last scripture for the day. No, I said Leviticus. Let's go to Leviticus 19, 30 first. Changing your behavior and being in subjection is a sign. A sign that you honor the anointed. A sign that you respect. The anointed also, the honor is also to respect. Leviticus 19, 30 says that you shall keep Leviticus 19:30. Ye shall keep my Sabbath and do what? And do what? And do what? Reverence. What does it mean to reverence? To respect, to honor, appreciate, to hold in high esteem. To hold in high esteem. Amen. To honor, hold my sanctuary in high esteem. And in those days, God was kept in the, if you like, in the temple. Now we know that God no longer resides in this temple built with human hearts. But still, we have decided to place God's name in the temple. You get it? So, honor. When you come to the church of God, now we are the temple of the living God. We, the human beings. Christ is in us. And the presence of God is what makes us the temple of God. Do you get it? But when we come also, to worship here, they will make this place a sacred place. That is why you know that we can't do certain things here. We can't do certain things. That's why even when some people can say, why did you wear this to church? Why are you doing it? Because even you, you know that if, somehow, this is some kind of a sacred place. Do you get it? The Bible said, I reverence it. Show respect. You know, as soon as you come to church, it's, as I'm preaching, do you know that I cannot see you? I mean, I can see, but I cannot, I don't know what you are doing. The other day, I walked to the bar before I, realized, before I realized that the guy was, I think he was checking football scores or something. And I took the phone. So as I'm here, you may think that everybody is honoring you, but somebody is there checking soccer bet, checking football results, even testing and responding to messages. The God who is here, who blesses, you get it, 
you are dishonoring because they make my sanctuary. Where is it? Reverence my sanctuary. Reverence it. Is it, is it okay? So whatever it is, when you, there are certain places that you need to reverence God in, the, in his presence. That's what I spoke to you about the timing that you even come to church. That with the following week, everybody was in church early. But I said that we've come back. That's how faith is by hearing. You, know. you have to keep talking and talking and talking. You talk it about today, and I talk it, you talk about you don't talk about it one day and stop. Hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've gone back to your old ways. As we reverence God one or maybe somebody will say, God, let's week, next week I'll come early so that my blessing will come. You think you think God is so bit? No. So keep my Sabbath and reverence my sanctuary. Hallelujah. So you need to, you see, it's a kind of honor. Nobody can see you. Nobody can see you, but it's a, it's a kind of honor. When we close from this church, can you imagine one day you came to this church and you saw somebody kissing somebody in the church? I mean, like the person is. <laughs> you see, hold, I mean, I'm not a normal kissing, but holding the person in the church. Wouldn't you be surprised? I mean, even if you went to meet them at home, you'd be surprised. But if you occupy in the church, because no one, even no one will be here, so it's a building. When no one is here, it's actually a building. But when you come and see the person, you'll be shocked. Ah, how? How? Why can you do this in the church? You are just creating the church. But if we met you in a hotel, we'll be shocked, but it will be okay. We'll be shocked, but I get what I'm saying. So in the church. You have to show some respect. Hebrews chapter 13, 12, verse 8 and 9. To honor, sign. When no one can see you, it's a major point that I'll talk about. When no one can see you, but you still honor. So you only, you only show respect when the person is with you. When the person turns his back, back. Kai. Hmm. Hebrews 12, 8. But if ye without chastisement, whereof all are partakers. But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then ye are bastards and not sons. Wow. Next verse. Furthermore, we have, he- we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence. Fathers in the flesh we corrected us and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? Do you get it? So it's now, it's now um, 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 linking subjection to reverence. That to, to, to reverence somebody, to honor somebody, is also to be in subjection the person. Ability to accept the person and respect the person and subject your will to his, whatever he's saying. That is what it means. And Bible is saying that one of the greatest signs of respect and honor is when we are on, on the subjection to God. That means that when God's word, God's word reigns supreme. God's word reigns supreme. Whatever you have, whatever you think, however you want to do it, 
when, as soon as you hear what God is saying, to, 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 to show as a sign that you respect God, is the ability to now say that because the word is saying this, so you are bringing everything under the word of God. Bringing everything under, you see somebody is listening to me gladly. The common people are listening to me gladly. That you, one sign that you are listening gladly is when you clap. Okay. <laughs> this one, he taught me now. Hallelujah. So one sign that you respect the person is that you are in subjection. Look, marriages that last long are marriages that the one who should be in subjection is in subjection. How <laughs> some people they listen to me gladly to me the preaching. <laughs> one of the signs. Do you get it? That you are, you are, you is the ability to. Because if you see a marriage, it's not easy oh, that somebody you are married to, you are all human beings. And then all your life. And sometimes you can see that. I don't want to say what I want to say. But I said the person rather to be subjected to you. But somehow, somewhere, somehow. But being in subjection, it is reverence. It is reverence. Hallelujah. And we got to learn to respect, show reverence to God. Like this morning, uh, the worship leader was saying that it is not the music. It is not the instrument. It's not the ring. It is what you have brought to God. Your heart, your life, what is in you. Do you get it? So your reverence to God is what makes you obey God. Obey God. Inclusive. Is obey them that have the rule over you. Inclusive. Husbands, love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church. Hey. Husbands, do what? Husbands, do what? Just as Christ. You see how they are saying. Just as Christ loved the church. If you want to show that you still reverence God, then love your wife just as Christ loved the church. Hey. And that one ain't easy. The church. Hey. The problems of the church. It's not easy. Can't you see? You. God still loves you. You. God still loves you. You can come to church and raise your hand and worship. And God still loves you. You. Hey. And then the Bible says, you husband. You see how I love the church? You see how I love the church? In spite of all their problems. In spite of all their problems. I still love them. He said, look at your wife and love her as I love the church. And how did God love the church? He gave himself for the church. He died for the church. Self. Yeah. You see. You see uh, they listen to me gladly. <laughs> I hope next time when I say something else, you clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, never marry somebody you cannot be in subjection to. A test sign. You say, I love him, I love him. When you finish loving, a time will come, the man will have to tell you, do something. Sorry? 
when you finish laughing, I mean, you can't finish laughing, but I mean, when the, thing, when the reality comes in, the man says this, will you be able to obey? Will you be able to obey? And that's why you need to marry somebody you can subject yourself to. Is that I can say that, isn't it? Yeah. Can subject yourself. You can say that you are my head. Those of you who are going to get married, can he be your head? I'm a Can he be your head? I'm a this is how my soul are talking about. The one who is now about to marry. Can he be your head? It means that when he says that, let's sit down. We are going to buy this, 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 and we all think together. You have your ideas. He has his ideas. But then, after all he said, they say, let's do this. Why? That's when you begin to know Nabal and Abigail. <laughs> you come and ask, so what about Nabal and Abigail? What happened? So that we didn't know in the Bible and all this. Say, My friend, don't bring yourself here. So be in subjection. Hallelujah. So these are signs of respect. After five years of the marriage, is this still there? That shows, that's a sign that there's honor. Apart from the telephone test that you are, I mean, the person is talking to you, you are sending a test. The human being is, and, and maybe sometimes you will talk. Then it's like, um, what examples can, you see, I know why I don't want to give examples. <laughs> this people have intimidated me today, but Jesus is Lord. So God bless you for coming to church. <laughs> I mean, some time ago, when the person is going and said, oh, I'm Oh, did you hear I said I'm leaving? The person you didn't hear anything. Oh I, oh, I said yes. But how can I, I didn't hear, or he didn't hear the yes. Don't think about me, or think about you. <laughs> I've been a pastor for 30, over 30 years. I've done a lot of counseling. So what I'm talking, know where I'm coming from. Mm. Know where I'm coming from. Mm. How come? <laughs> Amen. So let's honor the Lord. Let's give honor to whom honor is due. Let's see the signs of respect. You know, some of the people will be sitting in front of me. I can readily know where the problem is coming from. Even when one person sits there and the one who's supposed to be in subjection starts talking. Eh? When the person starts talking, you know that mm, the problem is not this. The problem is this. Yeah. It's not this, but it's this. So God bless you for coming. And oh no, today I wanted us to close early. So you you have to respect, give honor to whom honor is due, and know that all these things they bring blessings unto you. Let's bow down our heads. <laughs> Let's bow down our heads. Next time, come early. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord, that we honor. We cherish and respect your presence here. Not only when you are with us, maybe when, not only when we are in church, maybe when we are alone, we do that as well. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whilst every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Whilst every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to honor the death of Christ when he died for me on that cross by giving my life to Jesus. So pray for me. My friend brought me. I came on my own. But deep, deep down in my heart, I am not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. And I want you to pray for me to give my life to Jesus. Every, every eye closed, every head bowed. You want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand. I'll pray, I'll pray with you right now. God bless you. God bless you. Close your eyes and lift it up high. God bless all of you whose hands are up. Just lift it up high, up, up high, and keep it up high. God bless you. 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 Lift it up high. God bless all of you whose hands are up. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, I want you to stand to your feet. My brother in blue, all of you, help them wherever you are. They're back there. God bless all of you. If your hand is up, kindly stand to your feet. God bless all of you. Now, if you're on your feet, you can take your Bible, take your bag, everything, and walk to me right now. I'm going to pray with you a special prayer. I'm going to pray with you a special prayer. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. If your hand was up, just join and come. Just join and come. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. 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 Now, before you go, I want to lead all of you and the whole church in a general prayer. And I believe that will be blessed. So let's all say this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I believe in the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. I believe that when I confess my sins, Jesus forgives me. God forgives me and washes me with his blood. Today, I confess that I'm a sinner. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to be the Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that from today, I am yours, and you are mine, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, Send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live. 
at Bishop Ishmael Sam hyphen DHMM. Also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.